OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me as always are my wonderful sidekicks, Mr. P. Mauer. <laughs> he wasn't ready. That's nope. not how you say my name. Try again. All right, here we go. Mr. Shitbag. Baby Huey, he's talking to you. <laughs> nope. No, it really wasn't, though. No, is that is it? All right, well, no. Since, it's, since we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, Mr. Dickwad. Beep you, Menti. <laughs> Daddy answers dot com. There we go. Yeah, that, Daddy answers to, he says. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm just happy that Spider-Man Far From Home made that okay. <laughs> Menti's never been happier that a PG movie said something. Um, this is how bad my brain works. Immediately, I'm starting to go, is that true? <laughs> Has there been another word in a PG there movie? There might be another one. Baby Huey, you're here too. What's going on? You know what? I Okay, no. Spider-Man is PG-13, by the way. I'm gonna so s- they could have said an F-bomb. No, it's Rookie of the Year wins. What's he saying? Rookie that? of the Year. Funky butt-loving. <laughs> Funky butt loving is the best PG. And funky butt loving. Did he just say funky butt loving? I've now said funky butt loving about twelve times. Wow. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. <laughs> I'm not naming one of our issues, and it's an issue, not an episode. You did that last time for me too. Episode issue episode. I'm mm-hmm. just doing it to mess with you now. You funky butt lover. <laughs> wow, it's gross. You okay right. over there? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Well, anyway, welcome to the non-Wednesday show. That's where we don't talk about the news. All right. We already did one of these. Right. But the other people don't know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, so, we have derailed this one so bad. So okay. if you saw the movie and you skipped over that other post. Yeah, we didn't even talk about what we're talking about. <laughs> what movie? All right. First what off. What they know uh, from stop, the title? Stop. 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 We're going we're gonna to rewind. We're going to backtrack here. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about Far From Home. This will be the spoiler review. There's also another show that post that is the non-spoiler review. If you haven't seen the movie, stop listening to this one. Go listen to the other one. See the movie, then come back. You pressed play on the one that said spoiler review instead of non-spoiler review. And I just want to make sure that this doesn't get ruined for everybody because Spider-Man dies. That joke is not funny. It hasn't been. I've said it every time we do a spoiler review show. And it doesn't make it funny. I have to do it now. (laughs) (laughs) Don't push the red button. You should have seen his eyes when he said, when he said that. No, you don't understand. It was like he was held at gunpoint. It's not that no, I want I to. I have to. I have to. It's a compulsion. I'm contractually obligated. I have to say beep you to you at least three times a day. And then I have to say Spider-Man dies anytime we say spoiler review. Spoiler so, review. Yeah, he doesn't. Spoiler alert. so anyway yeah that's the goal here so we want to talk about now if you are coming from the previous show you might hear some things repeated 
I'm yeah. going to change all my answers. You're gonna change, yeah. <laughs> now it's Mauer's favorite movie. <laughs> so um, for anybody who hasn't watched the movie, check out the other review. Come back to this one. If you have seen the movie, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Because of that, our beginning to this issue is going to be a little shorter because we want you to go listen to the other one, too. So when we do our round robin, we're going to keep it a little shorter. Okay, deal. Right, so yeah. for, for anybody who doesn't know what he's referring to, the last episode, we round robin, went around the table, gave our thoughts on the movie without spoiling anything. Then we said, where does it fall on our list in the MCU? Where does it fall on our list of all Spider-Man movie properties that have come out? So now we're just going to say what we thought of it in a real quick blurb. Loved it. Loved it. It was good. <laughs> that's, that's fair. It's a, it's a, really, that's all you missed from the other show. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of words to fill 15 minutes. Actually, it was 21. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but five of them in the beginning was us talking food. That's that true. true. That's true. That was really fat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, now that we can talk about spoilers, again, last time, spoiler alert, I really want to start with Mysterio because I think they did such a great job of taking that character, keeping him very true to the comics, making him something unique still for the MCU. And then revamping him to make him relevant to modern day. Well, let's start with his costume. Because them showing that in the, the way that it is in the movie with it being CGI, but him having a regular costume and the thought that they put behind it. Remember when they saw the, showed the first images of it, they were like, oh, it just looks like a ripoff Thor costume. And then we're going, yep, it is a Thor costume. On like, purpose. On purpose. Mm -hmm. We wanted to evoke these things was way smarter than I gave them credit for in their costume design. The funniest thing I think about the costume was watching all of Jake Gyllenhaal's interviews because obviously he can't say much because more than half the movie is a lie, mm -hmm. right? They were, they were selling this narrative that anybody who's read a Spider-Man comic already knew what the twist was, but for anybody who's just an MCU fan who was like really truly believed that Mysterio was going to be a good guy, um, he had not, he didn't have much to say. So they were like, yeah, no, we're, we're deviating from the comics quite a bit. You know, it's a very different take. Plus that costume. Like every time <laughs> you would then move into the costume to try and derail the conversation, you know, putting on that costume, you just had such a great feeling. It was that, it was really the costume that kind of set it apart for me. <laughs> and then he, did you see, he posted the video of what he had to go through to put that thing on. No, it was like six people that had to help oh, him wow. get that thing on just the chest plate alone. Jeez. His costume was dope. I mean, they did a great job with because I mean, normal Mysterio costumes kind of it's just like it's like green fishnets. You know mm -hmm. I mean, it's like <laughs> but not a really cool fishbowl looked awesome. Fishbowl looked. Great. Did we get a fishbowl comment in this? I we don't remember. Not. No, we did not. But doesn't matter because I'm pretty sure a fishbowl came from JJ. JJ, mm. um, I'm pretty sure JJ Jameson was the first person to coin the term. You have a, you look like you're wearing a fishbowl in your head, which is where fishbowl came from. Okay. Right? And then we got the ultimate reveal of J.K. Simmons coming back to play J. Jonah Jameson at the end of that movie, which was amazing. Did the audience in your theater erupt? No. No. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's quiet. Then it's just me. Yeah! Oh! <laughs> no one else is. He's from the first ones. Remember, I saw the movie at like 10 in the morning, though. Oh. So the, People were still hungover. It was, it was really just families and other nerdy guys like me. <laughs> I saw it at 6 at night and had three kids next to me. I looked at him and said, if you talk during the movie, I will find out where you live. They were quiet the entire time. That is so disturbing that you go, you go to a kid's movie and threaten children. Wasn't <laughs> well, me. I hang out with him a lot. So what do you expect? <laughs> Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah, that does seem like a Maurer move. It, that absolutely. That's why I, I see 1030 at night, 11 o'clock movies. Well, look, 10, 10 in the morning 
is just kids. No. And there was a couple kids in Weekday, the theater. Weekday, 10 in the morning. There, there was a couple kids in the theater, but for the most part, like, you know, when you go online and you pick your, your seat? Right. Mm-hmm. And most, and you, you guys don't go to the movies by yourself. Like I do, I go to the movies I by go, myself all the time. I went by myself for this one. Oh, all right. Always so, go. So then you might understand what I'm about to say. When you're looking at picking your seat and you're only picking a single seat, mm-hmm. right? Usually it's a little weird on where to put your single seat. And then all of a sudden it's 10 in the morning and you'll notice there's like 12 single seats. Like, <laughs> like, I was able to put like space between me and other people because the guy next to me who put a space between our seat, he was there at ten in the morning seeing the movie by himself. There was another guy there seeing the movie by himself. So there was empty seats. You were single guys oh, yeah. go to Spider Man at ten in the morning. Is what you're saying? Well, I, yeah, kind of creepy. <laughs> well, I just I, I think anybody who's comfortable going to the movies by themselves because you know they don't need someone to hold their hand. <clears throat> hour, um, they. Uh, <laughs> Are you just upset because I have someone to hold my hand? You no, know, you. Ooh. But you need someone there to hold your hand. I do. You are scared to go by yourself. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's weird. It's not, not weird. weird. Grown ass man in a kids movie. You literally weird. put it on Facebook, and everyone agreed with me that it's not. It's not weird. They're all weird too. They're all your friends. I have no friends. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Not look. I I kind of understand Mauer not wanting to see Power Rangers by himself, but Spider Man. No, sorry, can't give it to you. I at least need somebody next to me that I know. God forbid I get stuck with a kid on both sides of me and I would be That's miserable. That's why you pick like an end seat. Yeah, you're also going at 1030 at night. You're, you're more likely to run into more people that I'm referring to than I am. <laughs> <laughs> True. Actually, go, go when I go and you won't have anyone next to you. Yep. And I can get breakfast. Yep. All right. So yeah, that was a weird tangent. Yeah, it's about the movie. <laughs> Uh, so Mysterio, I mean, they the the him putting him in the mocap suit that was at the great. end. Like they didn't have to fighting. worry about that being a spoiler because people just figured, oh, he's in a motion cap suit. They're gonna they're gonna CGI him later, not realizing. Nope, they were just filming him in that. Yes, yeah, that's just literally what he looks like in the movie. Uh, the way that they made his illusions make sense because we all knew. Anybody who's been a long-time comic fan knew that the elementals and that whole thing, that's all a little Well, that was mm-hmm. the biggest question. Like, okay, they're showing those elementals wreck some... Yeah, but we called it over and over and over on this show that it was all bullshit. Mm-hmm. We, we called it a million times. None of that's true. Seeing how they did it, though, with it being Brilliant. a bunch of drones and they all have weapons on them. Not even the bunch of drones, but how it all connected to the prior movies was brilliant. That was. I'm- Using barf yes. as, like, the catalyst for everything brilliant my only problem is is it seems very similar to the first spider-man like tony stark wronged me i'm gonna be upset well it wasn't that tony stark wronged him is so that he couldn't afford to feed his family this was this was more vendetta than the first movie first movie wasn't really about tony stark it was about the dude creating a criminal empire right he wasn't that he was wronged by tony stark he was wronged by i mean he sure he was it was damage control but it wasn't tony stark as much as it was the fact that he can't now afford to not only pay his crew, but to put his daughter through school, which is the whole point of what the vulture did. Or find another job. What was well, yeah. <laughs> but then where's the movie? <laughs> I can either get a job or I could be a criminal mastermind. And they decide to be a criminal mastermind, which gave us a pretty awesome version of the vulture. No, this, it, Plus it pays more. It seemed a little corny when he was going through Deborah and George. Like, well, I think that was supposed to be the point of it. Like, I think it was supposed to be a bit cheesy because even the times where he's talking about the CGI and like the, the guy who wrote the story, like what were my lines? Like there was, it, it got to a point where everything was scripted. And I love that about it because it was, I also like Quentin Beck trying to like, like 
think on the fly, how does the story change now? Like when all of a sudden the drones had to show up right. and he's like, all right, well, how do we make this work? Did you guys pick out when the twist was going to happen before it happened? What? what? Oh, that when he got the glasses? Well, before that. So when they're in that bar, Spider-Man's basically in his costume just without the mask. And I'm like, this is all CGI because there's no way they'd be like, you know what? Just take off your mask. I know everybody saw Night Monkey out there swinging around. They won't recognize you without the hat on in this bar. And it turns out that nobody there was real other than his people. Like I, that's when I knew that it was coming up because that's true. They would have to at least get out of costume. I just realized something. There was a point in that movie that I couldn't quite grasp, which was when he when he says "show the drones." I got this. Show the drones. I'm the whole time I'm thinking his plan didn't come through because Spider-Man eventually won, right? So he didn't get to do whatever the thing was. But that, that's what he wanted. To but do. he wanted to show the drones for that mid-credit scene. So he wanted the drones to be shown. Quentin Bexter's plan was show the drones so I can spin the narrative that Spider-Man had control of the drones in the first place. That was clever. That was clever. That was clever. And that, it, they did a really good job of showing what Mysterio's skill set really is. I mean, being a mastermind and a master manipulator is his whole thing. He's absolutely not dead because if, if what I was talking about on the other episode is true... I'm just going to keep saying episode just to piss you off at this point. But what, if, <laughs> what he said, on, what I said on the other episode is true about the um, the unconfirmed rumor that there's nine movies. We know the hard on that that Sony has for the Sinister Six. They want that movie so bad. Yep. And he's an original member. He's an original member. Yep. Right. So he's absolutely not dead because all the people they're introducing are Sinister Six members. I hope he's not. And he's not. There's no why. Why would he be dead? Again, this is a dude who shot himself in the face and then pops up later in the comics and they said, aren't you supposed to be dead? He's like, Master Illusions. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and he also did tease more, uh, the actual real Hydra Man. Yes, they did. So he can it was pop, have him pop in too. I don't think they're going to put him. I, don't think, I, don't, I think the Sinister Six they're going to use now that they're in MCU territory is going to be as traditional as they possibly can. I think, I think we'll get a Doc Ock. I think we'll get another version of, the doc, uh, of doc Ock. I think... I don't know. We'll probably won't get Sandman. I think we'll get Sandman. I don't think we will just because of the, the Easter eggs of Sandman in this movie, right? The, the, the rock monster elemental in the yeah, beginning on the, of, the car yeah, license plate like had the Sam, first appearance of Sandman. So we're going to get Scorpion, Scorpion Mysterio, yes. Green Goblin. I don't know about Green Goblin. Maybe, maybe an actual Hobgoblin. I, I think, I think if, if the next major villain is going to be um, uh, Osborn, I don't think we're going to get Green Goblin for quite a long time. Like it wouldn't surprise me if it ends with Green Goblin. Well, that's I think when we get Green Goblin is when we're going to get he'll be introduced in the Sinister Six. I think we'll get Sinister Six before that because as of right now we've got we've Three. got half of them. Yeah, Vulture. We've got more than half. Not really. No. Yeah, we have Vulture, Vulture Scorpion, Scorpion, and Mysterio. Mysterio. That's it. Shocker. Shocker's. Oh yeah, oh, Shocker's yeah, Shocker. Well, yeah, but I don't know if like that Shocker was just such a throwaway. Yeah, but someone else can put the gauntlets on me if, right, you, but if you really want to do I don't think they will. I think, think they'll pull I, Venom over, that'll be their crossover. I don't think no. no. I I think what'll happen with the Sinister Six though is Spider Man's gonna end up forming his own team, maybe with Venom and with Miles. Like right. I think I think when we get to a Sinister Six is where we're gonna start in, introducing other spider people into the MCU. So Oh, so, they can do they can do Prowler too. They oh well, yeah, we could do Prowler. Although I highly doubt um, what's his name? Childish Gambino was coming be, back for Prowler. He could. He could. I doubt it. So we talked Mysterio. Let's talk about how well they paid tribute to Tony Stark in this. The whole movie really did a good job, I think, of 
showing his importance in the world. My favorite scene was on the plane, or was that a Quinjet? That was a plane. There's a plane where you see Happy turn back and realize that Peter really is a, a small Tony. Tony putting on that. He just had that look in his eye. Like, that moment, like I got choked up there. I'm like, and then he hit the ACDC. I'm like, this is awesome. But if it's true that the Spider Man's going to be the new Iron Man of the MCU, which is what it's looking like, I think this is doing this is a, gr- a great gradual progression of removing the Iron Man influence and making Spider Man and Peter Parker the, the 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 center focus. For example, I had a problem with the first movie. If you go back and listen to our review on that, I thought it was way too Iron Man influenced, way too Iron Man heavy. Parker wasn't interesting in that. Like Parker Parker wasn't cool. It was more Spider Man being cool, which is my favorite part of Spider Man is Parker, not Spider Man. It's not the suit. It's the guy in the suit, mm-hmm. which I felt we lost a lot of in, in Homecoming. Far From Home, on the other hand, I think is the opposite. I think we're starting to move into Parker be taking, you know, taking that mantle up and taking that responsibility. Um, and we see that a lot in this, especially with the spider sense. This is something I teased that we were going to talk about. The freaking Peter Tingle. Well, but <laughs> again, I think we're <laughs> like, I know people were mad about the Peter Tingle, but I think again, they're moving into it. It's a slow build. I think they're doing what they're doing. If this is true. And again, everything kind of points to this where the nine movie thing, if the nine movie arc is true and they're going to slowly start throwing things at us that create the Spider-Man that we all know and love from the comics, right? Peter Tingle moving into spider sense is a gradual, easy way to do that, right? We know he has the ability. He doesn't quite trust it. He doesn't quite know what it is, right? Right? Doesn't know what even what they don't know what to call it. I could see later on him trying to explain it and just off the top of his head, like, ah, yeah, that's my spider sense, right? And that, boom, that yep. gives it the name. But it's an easy thing to throw, to not just ram down our throats in the beginning. It's kind of like Arrow. Stay with me here for a second. I don't want to stay with you anymore. Why? I don't know. <laughs> just in general just in general don't like being near you i don't think arrow i don't think the, the origin of the green arrow is interesting the origin of the green arrow where he's in the shipwreck he ends up on the island for a while and he only has his, his the the robin hood bow and arrow toy and that's how he survives and that's how he becomes who he is right that itself is kind of dull but you take the arrow approach and you stretch that shit out over five seasons right now it becomes a lot more interesting Stretching it out makes it more intriguing and it makes it a little bit more palatable. Westworld, same thing. Westworld, the movie, kind of dumb. Westworld, the show, stretching that out over all those episodes is a lot more intriguing because you can explain things and things are a lot easier to take. And this is where this goes, I don't like this Peter. I don't like this new uh, millennial generation Peter that we're getting with the emo MJ being, you know. That's not nothing to do with your Peter. That's just you not liking MJ. I don't like the Peter either, though. He, I think he's very How's, much how, Peter. What? What don't you like about him? I don't, I don't. There's nothing about him I like. I don't think he's likable. Whoa! How? How? I think, I think the world disagrees with you. <laughs> How's he not likable? I think I just heard a lot of people gasp. He's. I don't like his portrayal of him. He doesn't. First off, he doesn't look like a Spider-Man to me. Oh, I think he looks a lot like <laughs> Parker. <laughs> he I think he look, looks. I mean, he even Stan. Him, even Stan Lee said he looks a lot like Peter. In Stan's defense, Stan hasn't been able to see in 20 years. Still, man, you're, you're going against Stan here. I am going against Stan. No, I just had that feel to say. I've gone against Stan a lot of things. He had, liked, had that little, feel, little Stan's looking at you. Yeah, he is. That's fine. Little Stan's on my side. Not really. Not really. <laughs> no, just the way he interacts with his friends, like Peter in the comics was always didn't want everything. Like he wanted to keep everybody away. He also think about away. comics from like the 60s. Like he wanted all of his friends. a little bit. 
Okay, look at the Ultimate Universe. We'll bring it up a little bit. This still doesn't feel like that, Peter. I think it does. I, I do think it is, too. I absolutely think it does. The early Peter? High school Peter? Yeah. He High school had, Peter that was a got, dork that yeah, he's got, cared he still more about schoolwork than anything else? No, he had to balance being a hero, which you can truly feel in this movie. He didn't with want to be with Fury work. because of that. But yeah. he, he, wanted, he has too much of a focus on the friends, where in the comics, there was no focus on his, his friends. It was his friends. It was MJ, which in the comics was Gwen. Well, mm-hmm. no, we're bringing it up. So in the Ultimate Universe, it was still his schoolwork. He, he was keeping everything away from them. Where this, he wants to not be Spider-Man, to be close to them. Right, to get the girl. But that's not the Peter that I want. I want him to keep the, his people close to him away from him. Like, the fact that uh, Mary, or not Mary Jane, uh, Aunt May is like pushing him to be Peter, and, or be Spider-Man. Like, none of that is the Spider-Man mythos. The, the, right, I'll say the Aunt May is definitely not. The yeah. Aunt May is definitely a departure. She, like, Aunt May did not like Spider-Man mm-mm. as a person. Uh, nope. Know, she did not like him. She did not like Peter taking pictures of him. I get that part. But like him, the Spider-Man struggle that he had was keeping Spider-Man away from his loved ones, not pushing Spider-Man to be with his loved ones. He wasn't they flipped pushing, it over I, his I don't head. think he's trying to push Spider-Man to be with his loved ones. I don't see that at all. He didn't bring the costume with him so he could spend time was, with his friends on vacation. To, he went to get away from things. He just watched his best friend die. He was trying to get yeah. away. He was trying to he, go on vacation. He also just lost five years of his life. Keep in mind that this he is... He gained five years of his life. <laughs> well, that's one way to look at it. But, he, but everybody else... I mean, he just died. For he a second. Still for, died. For a blip. He, he, still, he still was dusted. <laughs> I mean... And he got the worst out of any of them because he was the only one he to didn't feel, feel it so coming. Good. <laughs> Hold on, wait. And did you, I just realized this? In the MCU, the kids are calling it the blip, but we saw that documentary where it's called the snap. We don't know what that is. So what Mauer's referring to, if you have, if you, if you only saw the movie once, or you don't remember it, is when he's on the plane and they're, they're looking all at them. all the documentaries. There's one ominous one called the snap. Iron Heart was another one. But heart, think, of iron. heart of Iron. Yeah. I think the blip is more the kids and then coming back. I think a lot of the things that we were we kind of scoffed at when we when we first heard about him made sense when all of a sudden you realized it was being said by the school news. Once it was the school news that said there was the blip, I went, oh, okay. Well, that's different. That's very different than Nick Fury calling it the blip. You know? <laughs> do you, you want to go into the blip? Yeah, let's with, go into the blip with the kids just showing up in the middle you know, of that. <laughs> So we're talking before this, before we start here. Yeah. So we're all sitting around talking before like how we wanted to go ahead and do this. And Mauer brought up a point that I cannot get out of my head now. Like it, the amount <laughs> of scenarios that ke- like I can't. All right. Because I thought, okay, they're telling us this is going to wrap up. This is going to explain how the world moved on after the, uh, the snap. Their way of explaining it is we're going to show you an auditorium and have a marching band just appear. Well, if people just appear where they were before and they made that joke like, like mom thought I was a mistress, the grandma thought I was a ghost. That means when you come back, you're in the same spot you were. Yep. If you're in a plane, it sucks saw, to be you. Forget the plane. We saw the helicopter crash into a building. What about the pilot of that helicopter? He just was in the air? Yep. Sucks <laughs> to be him. <laughs> everybody in a submarine, everybody in a porta potty. I mean... <laughs> Menti goes to porta potties immediately. I poop a lot. What if somebody was in a porta potty? You guys don't poop. You poop a lot. Everybody poops. No features poops a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All those vegetables. I like how that that was the most like a lot of things that we say are jokes. That was not Mauer joking. (laughs) (laughs) That was not Mauer joking. Um, 
Yeah. But there's just so many funny scenarios to me. It's funny. Oh my god. You Fall, tell falling, me falling from the plane. Or, well, that's not very funny. Yeah. But that but the, but really how weird would that be? Like there's people just falling all over the place. Football players in the middle of a game just diving what if you for were each on other. a cruise. Well, you said or the freeway or highway or something. Could you imagine it's like it's like how many people were just floating in the ocean because they were on jet skis. They were all they were they were snorkeling. Now you can all wipe this away if when the Hulk did it, he, you know, put it in there, well, if they're not safe, put them someplace safe. But, sure. But yeah. that's not what we saw. We saw the a basketball game happen, and then the marching band show up in the middle of that, which we saw, and this is another hole they made, they were saying, like, the world was all messed up, governments had shut down, schools and stuff had shut down. They had enough people to still have school going on with a full auditorium and a basketball game. They were doing all right then. Well, no. I mean, there's still a lot of people. Even if you lose half, that's still a lot of people. But we saw entire cities where people were, like, all living around one area. Like, the parts of the cities were shut down because the government wasn't there. And the- well, that was also... The, the, the jump hadn't really happened at that point. The five-year jump came later. This is five years after. People kind of figured that was out the five-year five years. jump. When Cap does his oh, yeah, when meeting... He, when he's doing his meeting, that's five that's years That's five years later. And that's showing that the world really, like... There's still a lot but that's if you've not got, said. If you've got, if your school has, I don't know, a thousand kids, you still got 500. And that's to say whether or not the half affected that school as much as it did elsewhere. But you also have to go into it. You don't just have a school. You've got the teachers. You've got well, the because it, government that runs it. It's, you've it's, got, all, it's not half of the school. It's half of humanity. Half of humanity, but that and where school where, doesn't run without a government. Where are everybody. most people living? I mean, to be very honest with you, America did not get hit as bad as other countries did. <laughs> I'm not that, like that's not even a joke. China, China really, got hit. Was really good. India got hit. Anywhere where the the population is a lot denser than we've got, like we've got a dense population <laughs> in more ways than one. But <laughs> Big Bang Theory just jumped in my head. And how Rajesh always hates. He's, I don't want to go back there. There's so many people. He might want to go back to India yeah. now. There's half the people there. That, but so my <laughs> point is, is that the losing half the population in the states isn't going to be as bad as it is overseas. But they still showed that it crushed our infrastructure. Sure. Yeah. Schools but, are a part of that. So but schools can still have a basketball game. And to be honest with you, I have a feeling that because we're talking kids here, there's going to be an emphasis on getting kids to not think about the fact that they all just lost their friends. Like there's going to be an emphasis on games and entertainment to kind of wipe people's minds of it as much normalcy. as they can. Adults are going to have a harder time. Kids, they're going to want to shadow it. It just it looks a little different from the bleak. Nothing's working because it's a Spider-Man movie. It's gonna be a little later. What did you think was gonna happen? You, like, this is like we're talking Ant Man here, man. <laughs> Thought they'd have a little bit from the. No, what did that trailer made you think you were gonna get that? Well, the, when Fahey said, "Don't worry, Nick this Fury is gonna explain said, everything." Bitch, please, you went to space. No, no, <laughs> no. Not gonna happen. That wasn't Nick Fury. That wasn't. That's Nick true. Fury. That's true. It wasn't Nick Fury, which is a great segue into what we should talk about next, which is the annoying scrolls. Uh. I- I did, they didn't bother me. I really actually like Talos. I, I, I like, like Talos. Yeah. The, the, the main scroll who was driving, who was Nick Fury. He, he was one of my favorite parts of Captain Marvel. So when he showed back up, I went, oh, cool, Talos. <laughs> of course um, you would. I got real excited when they just had... And how horrible is it that Maria Hill finally gets a big part in a movie? And she's a scroll. And it's a scroll the whole time. Well, which <laughs> leads into Baby Huey. Um, Pause. No. This is something Baby Huey said earlier. Guys, not everything has to be a sexual innuendo. 
So I mean, Baby Huey was talking earlier about how long Nick Fury's been a scroll for. And I thought this was really interesting about the, the cut toast and about uh, calling him Nick. Not how long, but how often, because it could be... Right, it could be... Nick Fury could be taking vacation for all we know. So You know what's kind of funny? That means they're treating scrolls like life model decoys. Hmm. That's a good the point. Finally, the, uh, I get my life model decoy, and it's an <laughs> annoying-ass scroll. So Talos is an annoying. So what Menti was talking about was, if you remember back in Age of Ultron, uh, in the when they went to go to Hawkeye's uh, family's house, Nick Fury is cutting toast, and he cut it uh, uh, diagonally. Which is terrible. Which is terrible. But then in Captain Marvel, Nick Fury, when he was talking to, to uh, Carol, said he does not cut his toast like that. And then also he had mentioned to Carol that he, no one ever calls him Nick. They call him Fury. Well, in the beginning of Spider-Man, Maria gets out and she says Nick. So she called him Nick. So there's hints that they, he's been a scroll for a very long time. But I think what this does, because they've said repeatedly that the MCU is going to go more cosmic in the next phase. And I think mm-hmm. that that end credit tease is the nail in the coffin to prove that that's true because that, um, I, nah, baby Huey, if you want to start Googling for me, I think this is giving us sword. I do too. And sword for anybody unaware, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but sword is not connected Space to space warriors, but it's don't even try, man. You're already off. Ridiculous. Um, but sword is, is space shield essentially. That's really what it is. Now, the weird thing about it is if that there sword are... sword is space shield, what is sword? <laughs> That's a features joke. <laughs> um, I, I do find it weird that in this movie, the scrolls are still good guys. I was thinking by this point, we wouldn't see many scrolls. Like, Talos is fine. I'm okay with having one or two scrolls. To be, to, but a whole freaking spaceship full of them. But once we saw that whole ship full of scrolls, I'm like, Meh, wait a second. And they talked about having Kree sleeper cells. Well, that, I would say that would be the scrolls hanging out as Kree. I mean, that's essentially Nick Fury using scrolls as a way to monitor the universe. Uh, sword is uh, sentient world observation and response department. There he goes. There it is. Did you find Sword? I did find Sword. Yeah, really, really, really pronounce that W. Sword. No? Yes? No. Salmon. <laughs> the knife. <laughs> um, we miss and, you, features. Anywho. How that, about the other post credit scene? The mid credit scene? Mid credit. The mid credit scene changes the Spider Man world it dramatically. And that everything. I do not understand. I cannot wait to see how they rectify this, but the world finding out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man this early on is really weird. I was so happy and so angry all within seconds of each other. Mm -hmm. Because when Mysterio pops back up and he says, like, Spider-Man did this, I thought that's where it was going to end. And I'm like, oh, cool. We're going to finally get the New York hating Spider-Man that we all know, right? That's that's the him never getting his... Because here's the thing. He's just so appreciated. Spider-Man right now is so appreciated. The world loves Spider-Man, which is very weird if you're a longtime Spider-Man fan. Most everybody hates him. Yep. So when we got that scene, I'm like, awesome. This makes a lot of sense. That's very cool how they're doing this thing because they're they're slowly putting elements. Because here's the thing. I truly think that Sony or that Marvel had no real idea how long they were going to have Spider-Man for. They had no concept of how long they were going to have him for. They had him sign on for a couple movies so that we're going to get the most out of this that we can. All this stuff about people hating him, we're going to skip that. We just want him to be Avenger. People love Spider-Man. Let's throw him in everything that we can. Right now they're like, oh, damn, we got him for a while. 
okay. There's some stuff that we missed. Yeah, so now we got to kind of retcon is essentially what they're doing with these movies is retconning the Spider-Man mythos to give us the Spider-Man we know, but they're doing it slowly, which I appreciate. So do you think, now hear me out on this. Mm. We're going to get Mary Jane in the college years, but not Mary Jane. We're going to flip the script on his head. We're going to get Gwen Stacy is his college girlfriend, and she's going to be the one that might be the model and bring that flashier aspect to his life. I think they're they're they want to leave Spider Gwen as a possibility, so I don't know how they pull off Gwen. They can still bring Gwen in because they're probably so bring, bring Miles in. That's all going to be the same. And then universe. MJ can die where Gwen Stacy would die before, and then bring in the real MJ. Because remember, uh, this, this MJ's name is Michelle. Well, I wouldn't so. care. Like, if they're going to, if this is MJ and they got rid of Mary Jane, you can't really bring another MJ yeah, into his life. Weird. I don't look. I don't hate Mary Jane now, or this, this MJ, not, not Mary Jane. I still love Mary Jane. But, but you still, like I said before, I want to see that dynamic of the dorky kid, you know, get. Well, the problem is, is that, and I think this is because of, you know, modern times, the idea of the dorky kid getting the, the model actress. Which is, goes back to what Mary Jane, or excuse me, MJ says in this movie, where he goes, "You're, you're, you look really pretty," and she goes, "Oh, so now I have value." I think, I think the reason they made that switch is very prominent, and I don't think you're going to get that Mary Jane that you that you desperately want because of that dichotomy. But they could play it off if she's a movie star and she's dating the astronaut son. Like they can bring that in without taking away from what they're doing now. But just have it be Gwen Stacy. Well, be yeah, but mm, they could. I think they still kind of need to have that girl next door kind of vibe. To Which them. can be MJ. MJ can be that girl next door, but she needs somebody to compete for Peter's love. I don't. I really don't have a problem with new MJ now. I don't. I think she was great in this. I think she was a lot of fun as a character. I think her growth as a character was big in this. I don't dislike her at all. And remember, although. We are adamant about Mary Jane because that is the character we've known for so long. Parker's been around. Parker's had a lot of flings. Whole lot of flings. Mm-hmm. Whole but lot that's of part flings. of the fun is when he had a fling and there was somebody to make MJ in the comics realize that she's missing out. Like that weird love triangles they would do all the time with him. So you can still kind of do that with the, with the MJ we have now. I mean, the, the relationship. But that's what I'm saying. Keep the MJ we have now, but. College years might bring the other love interest. I don't think they're going to go Gwen. It's just, I, don't, I think the Gwen snap is too dark for the MCU. I, I think it's just too much. I think, but we, won't, we don't need that anymore. What do you mean? We don't need Gwen Stacy dying. Yeah, she becomes Spider-Gwen. She becomes Spider-Gwen, and that's what separates them. Well, I think you, you, how would she become Spider-Gwen? I don't know how else Spider-Gwen becomes Spider-Gwen. They just the make same, something up. The same exact way that, she, that Parker does. That's the whole point. In her universe, you she know, was bitten by the spider. They could tie it and into. He, he became the lizard. They could. They could. Parker maybe do dies the sil- as the lizard. Do the silk tied into the silk version? Because remember, silk was hip. Silk would be cool to bring silk in. But say so you could take her story because she was we bit never, by the same spider. Right. We've never actually seen the spider, so silk makes a lot of sense. Silk, Absolutely. you can bring anybody unaware. Silk was another character who was bitten by the radioactive spider before it died. Uh, who she shoots webs out of her fingers. Yes. Right? It's a little weird. Her fingertips. Yep. Uh, and she, so, so Silk, I, I could see Silk. I'm saying you take Silk's story and apply it to Spider-Gwen. Okay. That's interesting. That's an interesting way to do it. I feel like Silk fans would be furious. But with this mm. thing, they're taking everything and just using names and making their own stories. Well, right, because obviously like, like all of Peter's costumes 
although new, aren't not are not that new. Right. I mean, the black and red costume is superior before he got his unique looking costume. Also right? tying tying into the original. What do you mean? When wasn't it was it Dicko? It's kind of the Dicko ish uh, costume because he did a lot more black in the rather than blue. Sure, but I mean, it, the the superior costume, right, superior right. Spider Man, is when he literally became superior. It was just black instead of blue. True. It looks so much like the superior costume before he got the unique looking one. Yep, and then you've got the Far From Home costume, which was absolutely Scarlet Spider Man. Then you've got the the stealth costume, which was absolutely, absolutely noir, absolutely, absolutely noir. He just so, needed a trench coat and a hat, which I thought they were going to do because Ned always has the that fedora. That would have been so funny if he tried to like sneak away with the trench coat and hat. That would have been perfect. <laughs> like I, when I saw, I was like, they're keeping the fedora on Ned. This is awesome. I'm going to get and they a did. nod. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a missed opportunity. That would have been cool. We need to write this for them. But my point is, is that all the and he, the funny thing is, is I guarantee you, Promutter is thrilled with the amount of Spider-Man costumes that are showing up because that's oh, yeah. more that, toys. I mean, well, right. He almost, they, he almost quit, or Kevin Feige almost quit over Civil War because of costumes. Right? They wanted to put Spider Man in three costumes in that movie. Finally, we got a movie where he's in four costumes. Yeah, he's in four costumes yep. in this movie. Yeah, and not only is he in four costumes, found a quick way to make a new costume whenever he wants. And they did yes. a good job of explaining why all four costumes are there. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they not they none of them felt shoehorned. At first, when you're watching the trailer and he's in all these costumes, you're like, oh, this is, a, this is a cash grab if I've ever seen one. This is to sell costumes and toys. That's all this is. And then you watch the movie and you're like, no, it's pretty good. That's so good. I want to make, I want though, and Maurer, I'm, 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 this is my challenge to you. If they make a, like one of those wildly expensive toys that you, that you buy all the time, <laughs> if they make one of Jake Gyllenhaal in a mocap suit, you have to buy it. I won't get the mocap suit, nope. but if they do the Mysterio nope. one, I'm going to get it. You got to get the mocap. You gotta I get have them both. yet to buy a Spider-Man <laughs> figure of Tom Holland in those expensive ones. I think Tom Holland's wonderful. I really do. So I've got the cheap ones with, uh, <laughs> with him, but I won't get the expensive ones. They're, they're not my cheap kind, though. <laughs> Like I won't spend. For anybody who doesn't know why I'm laughing, there's a there's a bunch of figurines behind Mauer, and the first one there, the baby Huey pointed to, is Tom Holland yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to spend three hundred dollars on a Tom Holland Spider Man. Just spend eighty. <laughs> that's a cheap figure. That's no, cheap, cheap is my cheap, which is twenty that's bucks. That's a cheap figure. Listen, eighty dollars is not a cheap figure. We've got nine hundred dollars in the Iron Man cost. Like, yeah, that eighty is cheap compared to the rest of them, but. <laughs> That's not cheap, bro. That is not cheap. Cheap, like for me, that would be in a like, it, like I bought a Happy Meal. That, that's, where the, that's, where, that's where the toy came from. <laughs> you're, on, you're on the baby Huey sliding scale. Oh, I'm lower than the baby Huey sliding scale because yeah. I would, I would look at it and I go, oh, this isn't free, and then I put it back. <laughs> so, where were we before you want me to buy a motion capture suit? I think, I think, I think it would be amazing to look at this table and there'd be a, a mocap Mysterio. <laughs> I'm hoping that the rumor is true going on to toys that the reason why we don't have a Mysterio yet is they're trying to make a way for the dome to have like moving lights in it. Oh God. <laughs> because that's in this movie, they did a really good job of making the fishbowl look cool. They, he, yeah. He's a, such a dumb character to make him look as cool as he did. And to, to, to validate any Mysterio fan that's out there. Cause it, I mean the made the, the, the fight scene with Mysterio and Spider-Man, when Mysterio first went to be like a bad guy, it felt so much like the Amazing Spider-Man 2 game, or just the Spider-Man movie game, the second one, where you remember you have to crawl into his like apartment. Yep, and the imagery looked like it was out of the comics. Absolutely. Like it looked really, really 100%. cool. 100%. It was so well done, and it was so discombobulating 
as just being a, a, a moviegoer in that scene. Did you see it in a theater that had the Dolby Atmos sound? No, but you know what I just you just made me think of is the four the four D theaters. What that scene must feel like. Nope. Mm-mm. I'll, let's do it. Let's uh, go. I can. I'll get it. Let's go. Oh. Let's go, baby. Hugh, I'll throw up. Forget, forget Mauer. Okay, you, okay. you want to go? go? Let's go. All right. We're Did gonna, they do this one in 4D? We're going to find out. We'll find out. We're, we're going to find out. Because um, uh, like, it'd be a man. The Dolby Atmos sound, because it's the sound that moves around above you as well. That scene was amazing. Wow. Just that. It, wow. Who would have ever thought that like we'd be excited about Mysterio? No, Me. No, 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 no. Let's be real. The world. Oh. Let's be honest. What did Sam Raimi want to do with, Spy- with Mysterio? It's going to make him a punchline. Uh-huh. What was he in the video games? A punchline. Uh-huh. What was he in the comics? A punchline. I mean, no, no, no. You know, Madness and Mysterio, that was, that was good. KOP has it. Does it really? In 4D. Oh, we're going. By KOP, it's the King of Pressure Theater, where we live. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we want to tell everybody. (laughs) We say it all the time. You might not know this. This In the Philadelphia area, King of Prussia. Let me just give you Baby Huey's home address. (laughs) Let's have a Mauer's address. So we record at... No, no, because someone will get stabbed. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be your fault. If they enter the house, that's not my fault. All right. Um, Wrapping this up, are you excited more or less for the next Spider-Man movie? Uh, if it's the nine movie theory, let's just know we know yes. we have one more in front of us. So if you have, well, the rumor for the next one is that Deadpool might show up. Hell yeah, I'm excited. If that's true, <laughs> if if Venom or Deadpool show up in that movie, ooh, I want to curse. He gets Woo! he gets Deadpool to put on the suit. If it's, could you imagine if it's Deadpool and Venom? If we get Deadpool, what is that? <laughs> Hold on, everybody, stop for a second. Baby Huey, did you just snort? I kind of snorted, growled. You snort, growled? You scrowled. I don't know what I did. You scrowled? scrowled. God, goddamn predator over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I did. If we get Deadpool, it's going to be not impacting the movie at all. He'll just, <laughs> no, that's not what I did. He'll just pop up in front of the screen somewhere. Like, that's my buddy Spider-Man. I, I did it. And then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I do think we'll get uh, Venom Hi, in the MCU. I do think, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be the next movie, though, because I guarantee you they already had a three-story arc. So if they do bring in Venom, I guarantee, and I bet you Venom at least had two movies prepared. So yeah. I would say it would be more uh, maybe the college years for Spider-Man yeah. that we bring Venom back over to New York. Because the nice thing about him being in San Francisco is they can do whatever they want over there and not affect anything. Correct. And, and for some reason, Marvel loves San Francisco. They do. Everybody ends up going there. Um, Thunderbolts. That's where Superior is right now, currently. Superior Iron Man. Superior Iron well, Man. And they could have, the, again, going back to the love interest with Eddie Brock and all them, the college years would make sense for Peter to possibly have a love interest now have Eddie Brock involved in that. Well, now that we've seen the Daily Bugle and now we've got JJ's back, right? They, you can have, like, all, it, how great would it be if they didn't even, like, it was just an end credit tease, right? He, he, gets, his, he gets his job as a photographer. Right at, at, uh, at the Daily Bugle, and they go, "Oh yeah, we just hired another photographer as well." Then you got Brock back there looking at his camera. That right? would you be got awesome. Tom Hardy that back there. That would be cool. And he's, "Hey, what's up?" That all you'd have to do. End the movie. I, I would man jump out and see. Yes. Right. I don't know why, but I'd throw my shoe at the screen. Enjoy. They could do that. Like they they wrap up the whole. Or like the then, way he gets his job back is he gets the first. I baby Huey you 
the first Spider-Man <laughs> pictures. Like no, baby he gets the is good. when I say what. Meant yeah, I really say. don't care what you say though. So <laughs> he gets good pictures of Spider-Man. And that's how he's finally able to get his job back. Well, unplug your mic at the bugle. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And it would be kind of cool to have Spider-Man and Venom team up to fight the Sinister that's Six. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, baby, who would you beep you? You know what I mean? Jelly bean? I do, sweetheart. But does that mean we get carnage in the MCU? Yes. Yes. That would be cool. That'd be really cool. That'd be on the Sony side, though. No. No, you can move them over. And then MCU would have villains that don't die. I don't forget. Mysterio (laughs) didn't die. Vulture's not dead. Mysterio is not dead. Vulture's not dead. (laughs) That's Sony going, you're not allowed to kill everyone. And be honest with you, Ultron isn't dead. It's Ultron. Ultron can always come the back. The point of Ultron yeah. is that he can come back. Guarantee you Ultron's on that planet right now building another army. Right? That planet of Ultron. Was it, what was it? Um, oh, it was one of those cosmic stories. I He's on you, Unicron. Unicron. <laughs> Unicron. Transformers. Uh, Aren't they what, in the Marvel what Universe? What was it? it was, was it Conquest? What was the one where it was, the, it was, a, it was a planet full of senti- like sentient robots? And then the Ultron. That was Annihilation, right? It might have been Annihilation. The well, Ultron, the, yeah, yeah. the Ultron AI shows up there and then takes over everything. And it was a planet full of you'll Ultrons. See the, you'll see the annihilation wave. Yeah. yeah. So you could easily pull that up where all of a sudden they, like, say the Guardians of the Galaxy end up on a planet full of Ultrons. And Ultron takes over the Milano. And that's what makes them come back to Earth. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of cool. So my point is, is that I don't think Ultron's dead. So, like, honestly, out of all the villains, other than Thanos dying, which Thanos had to die. Red Skull. Red Skull's still there. Crossbones is dead. Oh, Crossbones is dead. He dead. <laughs> he Red Skull up. is dead. He's just Red in a no, he's, spirit he's, you can have, you can, No, he's not. He's not dead. You could bring him back. And, and now that his job's done protecting the Soul Stone, he can do whatever he wants. Why is his job back? He has to protect I love the idea of if everyone's... It's if, back there. Have you seen oh, the whole yeah, idea right. of Deadpool in the MCU? In the other universe. In this where universe. Deadpool jumps off the cliff. In Spider-Man? Uh, yes. And, and then all of a sudden the Soul Stone starts coming up and then he just gets up and grabs it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Red Red Skull's still around. Um, so Jumenti yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> a little comic of Spider Man and Deadpool go. Send it to get, me and I'll put it in, I'll make sure it's in the show yeah. post. Um yeah, a lot of them a lot of the good ones aren't dead. Do we did we kill like Dermammu's still around? Well, right? Der- Nobody yep. cared about Col how do you say his name? Claw's dead. The bad the bad dude. Killmonger's dead. The bad dude from Doctor Strange. What the hell was his name? Cassidian? Cassidian? Oh. Oh, yeah. No. Cassidian? Well, we got, got Baron, 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 Baron Mordo. He, so. he did. Yeah, Baron Mordo's still around, and he's the big one, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's, I mean, there's still rumor of um, uh, Mandarin. So mm-hmm. Mandarin might still be around. Well, not a rumor. There is acknowledged Mandarin's alive and will be, appear in, in the MCU. What? I, so Baby Hugh and I were talking this, and we have to end the show. I think it'd be cool for the Mandarin and the Ten Rings to be the force behind the next phase on Earth. He's the one that gives us Doctor Doom. If all the, of this rumor is is Fantastic Four based. It's going to be Doom. But what if the Ten Rings are behind Doom? I don't. It's Doom. I don't see the Ten Rings being behind Doom. I see Doom being behind the Ten Rings. Doom is. So I'd put Mandarin above Doom. No, not in importance or higher. I can really. see. I can see the Mandarin being. You know. The cabal with Doom, like they're all behind everything. I, Doom is just too important to. Or if Doom, Doom's one of Doom the ten is, rings. Doom is is a villain is important to pop culture. 
Mandarin is not. That's only because the Mandarin was a little racist. Mandarin not only is he a little racist, but he's also a bit obscure because Iron Man was obscure. Doctor Doom, on the other hand, is, I mean, he gave us, if, without Doctor Doom, there'd be no Darth Vader. Well, I still think Sokovia is going to be Latveria. That's still an awesome idea. I, I completely agree with that. But so my, my thought is, is that you're going to get, it's all cosmic base and then Fantastic Four base for the next phase. That's it. And then we know that the phases now are, are not the same as they were before. So phase four is going to be its own major 10-year arc. It's not actually 10 years, but I'm saying that concept of 10 years worth of movies to make one arc will be held to each phase. So phase four will have a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's that. Phase five is something new. Phase six is something new. But you don't think phase four, five, and six will have an overarching... I don't. I, if I, I, they've, it's all rumor. I mean, who knows? But the rumor was is that they're, they're done with these giant arcs, right? They're going to start to focus on smaller ones. Which I like because then we can get... I like and I hate and, because we and, might not get things paid their due. The overall mm -hmm. arc, it sounds like, if, if this other rumor is true, is the Spider-Man. Spider-Man will have an overall arc, a 10-year arc of nine movies. All right. Well, it's, we've been off Spider-Man for like 15 minutes now. Well, no, it's the future <laughs> of the MCU, man. That's what this movie was supposed to do. All right, but our half-hour podcast is almost an hour at this point. Because that's how cool that movie was. <laughs> so what we're going to do is have you do that thing. We're going to say deuces. I'm going to say beepumenti.com, and then we're going to move on. So... As far as this movie is concerned, like where it lands on my hierarchy of, of, of movies. <laughs> he just said beep you, Mauer. I, yeah, he just, yeah, I absolutely did. This, by the way, this episode is great. <laughs> He's about to hit the stop button. He is about to hit the stop button. I want to see how far I can push this, though. You want to do that thing, Mauer? You can find us at Welcome to Fireside pretty much everywhere as long as it is the movie, Snapchat, though. Twitter. When do you think, how do you think they bring in Miles? I mean, now that we got Feast in there. Ready? Watch this. And his mic is gone. All right, so I really killed his microphone. Uh, baby Huey, he's bleeding everywhere. So if I was welcome to Fireside pretty much everywhere or the OG Network.com, beepumenti.com, deuces.